In each episode of the Rebel Educator podcast, you'll hear discussions with world-class educators, students, and thought leaders in education as I extract the tactics, tools, and routines that you can use as teachers and parents. I'm Tanya Sheckley, founder of Up Academy and host of Rebel Educator. I invite you to join me for these conversations as I discover how to shift the classroom, the learning environment, the mindset, and the pedagogy to resist tradition, reignite wonder, and reimagine the future of education. Subscribe to Rebel Educator wherever you get your podcasts. On today's show, the guys are talking with Meredith Allen from Soundtrap. We've got the East Initiative update, all of that and more up next on Edutech Guys. Edutech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site and this program for those who participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. Hello and welcome to EduTech Guys Radio. I'm David Henderson. Hey, and I'm Jeff Madlock. Welcome to the show. Man, things are ramping up, getting ready to get back into the swing of going back to school. Yay. <laughs> Actually, um, there are a couple of schools, at least in Arkansas anyway, they've already gone back. They started like whatever the August, what, 1st, 2nd, whatever Monday was. Really? And I was like, what? How on earth are you starting that early? But evidently they got some kind of waiver or something and they're already back to school. That's weird. Yeah. That yeah. is like super early. Well, that means they get out earlier, right? True. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Hey, don't forget to check us out on the web, www.edutechguys.com. Heck, just go out to Google, put in Edutech Guys, and you're going to find us. That's right, man. We're, we're out there. We're everywhere. We're yeah, everywhere. We're out there on the uh, – we weren't on Reddit yesterday because they were down for a while. But. <laughs> no no one was on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, we hope you have a good summer. Uh, we You've had a good summer, and you have a good start to the school year. Remember, you can always check out our shows and see if there's a guest you'd like to hear um, or something that maybe they're talking about you'd like to use in your classroom because it's it's all out there. Just visit us on, visit us on SoundCloud or check us out on Anchor.fm. Yeah, man. iTunes. Spotify. I could go on and on. Yeah, I just did that so I could brag a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. We, uh, Jeff and I were, uh, before the show started, we were kind of talking about that very thing. And I, there's like, I don't know, we have, we're up to what, 10, 10, 10, or, more 10 or 12 platforms, places you can find EduTech guys. That's, that's pretty cool. It's amazing to me just how much that has evolved just over time, right? I mean, you know, we basically went from. No one, no one really having a clue what podcasting was, or heck, if you even go back before the Adam Curry even came up with podcasting, you know, it wasn't even a thing. And just in a relatively short time, and especially here over the last like year or so, a ton of places that you can host your stuff, and a ton of really cool ways you can even create your stuff. I mean, oh, it's we're using so much. Easier. Oh yeah, I mean, we're using Soundtrap yeah. uh, to to record, record this and, and edit this online, at, online in the that cloud. Is, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, and think about how everyone's made it easier to uh, get your RSS feed onto, you know, another, yes. another platform, say Spotify or iTunes or, you know, one yeah. of those. And, but, you know, Anchor FM, I, you know, I got to give them a big shout out. Free. Yes. And, you know, everything you need to do a podcast is right there. And it works on iOS. It works on web browsers. It's just, it's amazing. I have to say, it's, you're right. It's really kind of interesting. We've been doing this for almost four years. Yeah. And how far it's come. 
It's oh, made, it made our lives easier. Well, and uh, uh, that's one of those things that, you know, I've done a couple of, well, and, and we have done, but I've done a couple of uh, podcasting centric workshops over the last uh, few months. Uh, you know, we, we, uh, here at the Education Service Agency, uh, we do uh, our, our the bulk of the PD that we offer is done in the summer, and so I've done several podcasting related workshops. And man, when they look at Soundtrap, they look at Anchor, and then I walk them through the steps of, hey, here's how you can put it on SoundCloud or or anywhere else that you want to put it on. It, it is amazing how easy that has become. Even things like getting your feed into iTunes in order for people to listen to it on their iOS device yeah, has become amazingly simplified. Well, and just pretty much any device now. Yeah. Isn't that really cool? I mean, now you can just pull it up and it's it's there. I think teachers are going to start using it more in the classroom. What's interesting is their kids have beaten them to the punch. We've got a lot of student-created oh, yeah. podcasts out there. Yeah. And I have to say, uh, the amount of podcasts created by educators has really impressed me. It's really jumped through the roof. Well, and, and it's amazing to me. I, I don't know if I, maybe I'm keep using the word amazing, but <laughs> I, mm. I really do. I think I think it's it's very interesting that there are there are so many educators who are doing podcasting, so many folks who are, are related to the education field in some form or fashion who are doing the podcasting. But in addition to that, the topics that are being covered, they range all over the place. I mean, it's, it's so cool to see different folks putting out different perspectives sometimes on the same issue, sometimes on different issues, sometimes they're on the big national overreaching issues, and sometimes it's a podcaster who's just, doing something that's just local about, for... You know, being a good principal. Yeah, exactly. Several, or, of our, several of our good buddies out there are doing some yeah. really great podcasts on principles. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and leadership in general. Yeah. And, you know, But you have some folks that their podcast is aimed specifically at their little 4,000 population community and they're out there you know cranking out the podcast talking about the schools in their particular area it's, yeah. it's very very cool so yep so there's our big salute to podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did not mean to get into that we didn't i didn't know that's what this was going to be that's right <laughs> yeah hey listen i'm gonna... a caster you're a caster wouldn't you like to be a caster too podcaster be a podcaster all beef patty special <laughs> sauce lettuce cheese <laughs> Wait, wait, all sorry. I thought we were doing no commercials. My bad. <laughs> all beef. <laughs> Where's the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, listen, oh. we're going to take a quick break for a commercial, and we'll be right back with our guest today. You're listening to edutechguys.com. Don't just listen to us. Bring us into your district today for cool, exciting professional development. We'll teach you and your students how to take podcasting to the next level and use it to reach your classroom and to reach the world. Reach out to us on Twitter at EduTechGuys or head over to EduTechGuys.com. Scroll down on the page and fill out the form and we'll be in touch. Bring EduTechGuys to your school. Hey, welcome back to the episode. We're glad you're here with us today and we're really excited to have our next guest on the show. Uh, we love their platform. Uh, we use it ourselves uh, to do our audio editing now, and um, we really think it's hardcore. So we're going to let her introduce herself and tell us who she's with and all that kind of good stuff. Hi, my name is Meredith Allen, and I am a teacher first, but right now I'm serving as an education uh, specialist for Soundtrap, which is an entity under Spotify. 
Yeah, that's really awesome. It is awesome. Man. Yeah, we met you at ISTE, and uh, we've met before. I met you at, I think, TMEA or one of those in Texas, one of the big ones in San Antonio, a few years back. And uh, boy, Soundtrap has grown. I mean, that it has. Yeah. yeah, when I started, let's see, I found the tool in 2015 as a classroom teacher, and I reached out to the company. And I think at that time there was about 10 or 12 employees, and that's counting the development team and everybody. And now we're going to be hitting over, I think, over a hundred at the end of this year. Wow! <laughs> and so it's been it's been crazy watching the startup, you know, turn into kind of a, a bigger, bigger piece. Yeah, that's really awesome. So go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, so you were already using this in your classroom when you were a teacher. So talk about that. Talk about how you were using it with your students. Yeah, so this is a great story, and and I love it because I found out that we, and I say we. I'm including others in my same boat that kind of hacked the system a bit. So around that same time, when Chromebooks started becoming more and more prevalent in schools, audio recording, there was a challenge with audio recording because, you know, it just, there wasn't the, the garage bands or the, you know, Audacity didn't work very well. And, and so we, Soundtrap at the time was a consumer-based product only. And we were using it for different makerspace situations because oh. as a music teacher first, because that's what I did for nine years before I left for instructional technology um, as a whole. And during that time, I was like, well, why, why, are, why are we not, you know, making and hacking and creating music during these makerspace times? Yeah. Uh, we would do like a lot of the STEAM stuff and lots of engineering and lots of those types of building activities. But I thought, you know, I think we should be doing, you know, the whole, the whole embodiment of education. Like, let's blur all the lines. So I found Soundtrap, complete accident. I was Googling, and and uh, that's when I reached out to the company. After I started working with them, I realized that at that same time, they had gotten an award for best teaching and learning by the American Association for Li Teacher Librarians. Oh. And and they did not know that these librarians were using it for that exact purpose. They were you know <laughs> using it in makerspaces and having kids you know creating on an audio side. And so I love that it was kind of like I was like one of those kind of teachers that helped build the EDU product that you have today that we use. Yeah, that's really cool. That is awesome. So, so talk about um, so they were using it in makerspace. So, what were some of the things those kids were coming up with? Yeah. So one of the the activities that I did personally was. We would go in and, and I served like 40 different schools and I would come wow. in and I would do, we would do what we called maker day and they're one-offs. And I didn't, you know, I didn't have a, a, a an established relationship with the kids because I didn't have them so much. And so what I did was it was called me in a minute podcast. And so it just had the kids talking about themselves for a minute, Ex yeah. you know, any, and it, it was very open-ended. And w so not only did the kids have some, some, agency with like what they got to talk about and, and create, but they, then I got to get to know them and then they got to choose what they shared. Um, and then, so with the me in the minute podcast, the audio recording side where they would, you know, talk about themselves and, and, and maybe say what their hobbies were in their family. Then after they did that piece, they could add the music piece, which is the background music. And, and even through that, I got to know the kids because I realized that, oh, this kid, you know, this student is more a little bit on the low key side and yeah. just very subtle. Whereas the other kids just got all sorts of like, 
drum beats and lots of heavy bass. And I was like, okay, I kind of understand this kid a little bit more. Really this kid cool. wants to use all the toys in the toy shop. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I, I've been sharing it with a lot of band directors. I was, I was a band director for 15 years, and so I share it with a lot. My wife is still a band director. And um, they love the practical side of it, too, because now they have a cloud-based, a web-based piece that they can use so students can play off scales and music. And the kids are taking it you know, to the next step, and they've started to add in their background music. And even in Texas, where all of the uh, UIL music's online, they'll just pop that track in and play on top of it and say, hey, great, here's my whole piece. And uh, that's really pretty cool. Band directors are falling in love with it. Um, really quickly, and it's just and they and they love the idea of the gardens. That's something that you know that's a really big deal. Can you can you talk about that a little bit? How did that yep. come about? Yep, absolutely. So the the walled gardens that you're speaking of. Yeah. Um, yep. So when you have the the EDU product of Soundtrap and you use it in schools, uh, it is it is a collaborative tool. Like so, y- you have to understand we have over three million users, and that's super scary for some people to like think of like, wow, that's a lot of people out there. So in schools to be COPPA and FERPA compliant, we have to um, make sure we create safe spaces for the kids to create within and collaborate within. And so a teacher can go on to Soundtrap and establish the groups that they want. So let's say they have fifth grade band, they have sixth grade band, and then they have seventh and eighth combined band. Mm-hmm. And they can create these groups and only the fifth graders can find the, the fifth graders within that garden. Only the sixth graders can find each other. But then the seventh and eighth graders that are combined, you make one big group for both of those classes, the seventh graders can find the eighth graders. And we have some schools that have one big bubble and they have, so the kindergartner, and this is great because this is when you have some cross, uh, not only cross content collaborations, but also cross grade. So we'll have like kindergartners and high school class get hooked up and they're collaborating within Soundtrap uh, in this walled garden and they can access the project at different times with each other. And one might be, a, you know, a, f- a five-year-old little girl that's talking about ballet with a, a 10th grade girl, you know, who already takes ballet and they can make this, you know, have this conversation or interview or whatever the piece may be. So yeah. that's awesome. What are you guys seeing in schools? What's the biggest take? Uh, podcasting, uh, collaborative music, individual solo music? So it's interesting because I am, I'm also, I was a band director and I thought that the majority of our users were, would be music because that's, you know, it's such a strong piece within the platform. But I was told that 80% of our users are non-music educators. Wow. And that's when, and, and that was before I started really traveling around and talking and hearing and seeing all the different applications that it's being used with. Um, but and it is true like absolutely most of the people that i talk to and i i interview and i feature on our edu blog are not music they're using us for you know podcast is a very broad term sure but really it's collaborative audio recording and that can look like any way that could be like a fireside chat that you know a recreated fireside chat with fdr that could be a science concept lesson where they're recording the different um, sounds within their laboratory and then talking about what's happening in class. And that could be the kids go outside and they take audio recordings of the bird sounds that they have. And then they embed it within a, you know, a virtual field trip that's tied in with whatever, you know, whatever objective the teacher wants, you can you can find a way to use this Mm -hmm. tool. And that's what we love is that it's so open ended. Yeah, that is definitely open ended. Um, So let's talk about, 
authentic student work and has any of it really reached a level? And are you guys looking at a way to reward that inside the system, say badging, you know, something along that line? Yeah. So currently we have, we do have a little bit of a badging system set up and where, especially with educators, they can take, um, a, a, let's say, um, science teacher can take the uh, Soundtrap Certified Educator course. Okay. And it's a free course. It's online. It's work at your own pace, um, flipped situation. And they can go through and then finish, and then that badge will show up on their profile. And that's an educator side. There's also a Soundtrap Expert course, which anyone can have that um, within the consumer. Now, with our walled gardens, we have we don't have it set up quite yet. And we're establishing, again, the beautiful part of working for a startup that has turned bigger mm-hmm. is that now we're starting to grow arms and legs to finish some of these projects yeah. that we really want to see happen. Sure. So our, our resources and our expansion on the EDU product is just growing, and it's growing so much faster just in the last six months. And so that's one piece we're, we're exploring is, is digital badging and having, like I'd like to see when we go on to the, the resource page, a student course that the student can take and then they get a badge and then not only just an overall badge, but different pieces to that. Um, but that's all, it's all in the pipeline. It's, it's, we're, we're excited to, to explore and, and start some of those, those yeah. yep. projects. So uh, you've kind of talked bits and pieces uh, about, about this, but um, I, I'm very curious your, your take on going from, classroom teacher to instructional facilitator to working for, you know, an EDU company. Talk about that whole, that whole thing, the whole process. What's that? What's that? What is that like? Yeah. Well, so one thing I've really, I've had growing pains personally because I've left the classroom and what used to um, feed me energize me was the kids' um, energy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, if, if I could bottle that and sell it, it would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. and, We're all and working I, on that. <laughs> I know. It would be, oh, yeah. That's like Monsters, Inc. 3 yeah. or 4. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so th- that's one piece I miss hugely. Thankfully, I have my own children that c- I can kind of practice on and get and be teacher with still at home a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had to mourn that piece. But I realized quickly that I'm a teacher in my heart. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily a teacher for kids. I I like to teach teachers. And now that's even went a step further. And I teach trainers or I teach sales reps. I teach other people that are speaking on our product. So the message is clear. Like we want to make sure that we communicate uh, our core values, which is collaborative, easy to use, uh, safe. And so I need to make sure that I can still teach other people those Mm -hmm. things that might not even be in the education world. So that piece has been very um, interesting. The second one is that to go from the public school system to a private company, yeah. you know, there's just, I, I feel like I've not sold my soul to the devil, but <laughs> you know, in a way it's like, I'm now attached to a brand yeah, and sure. luckily I feel super passionate about that brand and what they offer schools that yes, somebody might roll their eyes when they're walk- when I walk away from them saying, Oh, she's just selling a product. But if, if they, you know, if I get a chance to really talk to them deeply and maybe offer, you know, a way to get their hands dirty, I think they'll understand that, you know, 
yes, it's a tool. Yes, it costs money for schools, but at the same time, so does a textbook. And I don't think right. that we, we really scoff at purchasing textbooks or we maybe now we kind of do because they should be somewhat digital. But back in the day, that was a necessity. Mm -hmm. And I think that these creative tools uh, are a necessity that we don't necessarily have um, you know, or we need to improve our amount of in schools. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that that's that's one of those things that's kind of, at least for me anyway, that's kind of fascinated me uh, when uh, when you have someone who was in the classroom and who is able to you know find a product that they enjoy. And of course, you know, classroom teachers. You know, we're talking. You know, I was talking earlier about you know having having all the toys. In in many schools, you know, the classroom teachers have access to a lot of different uh, tools that they can use. Um, but it's just it's always fascinated me when you get someone who is in the classroom and they find a tool they really really latch onto and they start to build that relationship with the the creator of that tool, the maker of that tool. And then that over time evolves into that person really becoming a champion of the tool by working for the company, but still having that and not forgetting the the background. And I mean, this may sound a little cheesy or whatever, but, you know, not forgetting where you came from. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And that's one piece is now that I've moved, I'm settled down. I want to get my foot back in the classroom in some regard, like whether that be a night class or um, an after school program or something or even volunteering regularly in my sure. daughter's classroom. I just do want to stay relevant and I don't want to forget my roots because that's super important to my heart. Like I, I would hate to just turn into that business and, and only think about like, purchase orders and fulfilling this and that and that and trade show. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's the, that's the yucky stuff. We don't, yeah. and, the, and the interesting thing about Soundtrap is it didn't have to have anything to do with education if it didn't want to. Because right. as a product, mm. it was going to be fine on its own because you guys have already made some great inroads with some other large companies um, to let folks get their music out there mm -hmm. and, and really share it. So the education thing was, uh, was you know, not a, necess a necessity. And it, you were talking about pricing. You know, there's the crazy part. It less than five dollars a user um, a year. Mm. I mean, that's yeah. <laughs> in in a school system at 190 days, you do the math. Mm -hmm. You know, right. That's that's the kicker. It's it's pennies. It's it's you yeah. know, it's not even a 54 cent cup of coffee. You know, you're not seven a dog. You're doing this stuff. Right. <laughs> no, and I, and I think about like, and I I did the math one day, and the the like our consumer version that people pay per month, you know, like a subscription, like a magazine subscription, it, the EDU is 95% off the consumer version. Wow. Right. Because the school want, or, you know, we want the school to have access to this if they can, like, and, and it's there, the company is very, um, very generous with giving to, you know, the schools that absolutely do not have a penny sure. and they're, they have like, let's say a cheerleader similar to me and they know that they're going to just do amazing things with it. Like we work with schools where we're like little kids rock and um, oh, cool. there's a couple of other, a couple other groups similar to that, that, you know, we, we do super deep discounts because we know that they're doing good, they, that they have their heart in the right spot. Um, so it's, it is, it, and I think it's a shift with the way that technology tools are, well, technology in general, as far as the, the school system goes, is that more and more will get buy-in to subscription-based models mm -hmm. of products because yeah. that's, everything's online now. Yeah, it's, right. Yes, it's not an actual thing. You can't take it out of a box. You can't you know, pass it from one person to the other physically, but it's, it's 
going in that direction. Yeah, I agree. Oh, sure, absolutely. And, and the cost of the cost of uh, devices is so much cheaper. You know, when I started doing this, it was fifteen hundred dollars a machine. You know, that's back in the nineties. I'm an old man, so uh, you know that's that's where it is. And now, you know, for one hundred and seventy bucks, I can buy a Chromebook that'll rock your world. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, schools are realizing, oh, buying these subscriptions is is well worth it because now the kids and it's a twenty four seven thing now. So they've got it twenty four seven. So, Soundtrap, uh, what can we expect next from the application? Any 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 teachers you can give our listeners something that might be coming out? So uh, we have some really, really great podcasting things in the, in the fall pipeline that you, I will say, stay tuned. Um, and, and past that, I mean, just tech, technologically speaking, it's pretty, like, mind-blowing. And that's all I'm going to say. Oh, cool. <laughs> I want you guys to come back, and I want all the teachers listening to come back in the fall and see what we have because it's going to be very, very exciting. Cool. Well, that's well, awesome. Well, well, I can well, attest to the fact that the effects and the compressors and everything that are already in there are very tasty. Mm-hmm. We, we like them. It's, it's very much beautiful for us to use. We're already using SoundCloud as one of our hosts. So, you know, dropping it right at the SoundCloud is a joke for us. It's just like, boom, it's done. So, yeah. And that's just on that end. So uh, I actually know a few churches that are using it to record their services uh, to drop the MP3s out there for homebound people, so you know that's that's really cool. So it's yeah. I have another church that uses it for rehearsal. Uh, the pianist is not in the same space as the choir, so she records the accompaniment, and then they use Soundtrap to rehearse with. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Multiple that's uses. So cool. Well, we're definitely going to have to get you guys back on in the fall once 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 you're allowed to let the lion out of the cage. <laughs> Yes, yes. And it, it is. It's a lioness. It's amazing. Oh, that's go. awesome. Yes. So great. if our listeners want to get in touch with you and uh, the, uh, the company, let's hear the good stuff. Yeah. So if you want to sign up for a free trial, it's 30 days. And if you say you need more time than that, we'll, you know, obviously extend it. No problem. And, and that's just soundtrap.com slash edu. And just create a school. Your, you know, you can create just a classroom account, or you can create a school account. Just whatever you want to name it. Mine's Meredith's Awesome School, and so you can go on and do it that way. If you have any questions, you can email me. Um, my first and last name at soundtrap.com. So Meredith dot at soundtrap.com, and also sales sales team at soundtrap.com always responds really quickly. Um, if you have any questions on pricing, we have now, if you are interested in your school purchasing, we have an automatic quote generator online. So you don't even need to talk to us to get the the black and white details on what you should ask for. And schools definitely right now is the time to be asking because they've just switched over their fiscal year. So yep. if yep. you want your name in there. Yep. July 1 has hit us hard. Yes. <laughs> yes. Cool. Um, one last thing. Uh, Twitter, Soundtrap, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Soundtrap. Yep. So we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We do have a, cl- a cl- like a closed Facebook educator group page, which is called um, Soundtrap for Education. Cool. And that's those are vetted members. They're all teachers, awesome. and that's over I think a thousand members now. So that's wow. a great space to kind of uh, ask questions and and whatnot too. Yep. Uh, yeah. Like so we that- say, go to Google, type in Soundtrap, and you're going to find them. That's what's going to oh, yes. happen. That's really awesome. Awesome. Meredith, thank you for being on the show with us today. Thank you for inviting me and having me. Yeah, good luck in your endeavors, and we can't wait to hear what Soundtrap has for us in the future. Thank you so much. 
Hi there, I'm Jerry Prince with East with this week's East Update. It's just about time for school to start. Are you ready? While many are preparing to head back to school, others are preparing for an entirely new adventure, college. Graduating high school is a major accomplishment, and then having the opportunity to continue one's education is not just the continuation, but the start of an entirely new challenge. This week, we visit with North Little Rock East alum, Mason Graves. In a few days, Mason is starting his junior year at Henderson State University. We recently caught up with Mason and visited about his college experience. He talks about the challenges that fall outside of the curriculum and load that comes from college level classes. It's just, it's harder in the fact of time management and you have to learn how to manage your time of, yeah, I have a 45 minute, five minute class here, then I've got an hour break and then I'm gonna go to another 45 minute class. It's easy to go take a nap during that one hour and then not go back to class. Um, also, making friends, getting involved is one of the hardest things to do at college, especially if you're going away. You're so used to, if you come from a small town or a, a high school that you've gone to school with the same kids for 12 years, you have your friend groups and you have everybody like that. And then all of a sudden you go away and you're by yourself. <laughs> you go to a college that you haven't seen anybody and you have to make friends with those people. Mason adds that managing one's time is one skill that is an absolute must. The difficulty of college is more your time. I mean, because every single class is the, the professor thinks that class is the most important. And they're going to they're gonna throw you three hours for every hour that you're in their class of, I want you to get this done. But if all of them do that exact same thing, you're in 15 hours. You're looking at a 45 hour, 45 hour week of just homework and work and to devote that, plus have a social life, plus be involved in on campus, plus all that, you've gotta have that time management of to be able to take care of that. But you've also gotta be able to devote that time to that social and being involved. Mason spent his summer as an intern with the events team here at East. His work was highly visible recently at the annual summer seminar where East facilitators spend a few days together networking and learning as they prepare for the challenges ahead as well. Special thanks to Mason for giving us a peek into the world of being a college student and also for the dedication he gave us the past few weeks in helping with the great success of this year's summer seminar. If you're interested in learning more about EAST, please visit eastinitiative.org or just search for EAST Initiative on social media. Our student-created music today is Drop It Low. With the EAST Update, I'm Jerry Prince. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much to Jerry and all of the students that are involved with the East Initiative Update for uh, kicking out these updates each week. I'm so glad that is a partnership that uh, we've kind of, well, kind of fallen into, but we've kind of grown into with them uh, in terms of, I don't know, just getting the updates, finding out what's going on all over the state, all with the East program. Yeah, it's, it's turned out to be a really good relationship we've had with the East Initiative. Yeah, I like it a lot. Very cool. Yeah, we want to thank Meredith Allen for coming on the show. We really like Soundtrap. Um, we, like we said, David said earlier, we we use it in the show. We're actually recording with it right now. Do all of our editing and um, all of our live recording with it. Yeah. So it's some pretty cool stuff. Hey, listen, um, hope you're having a great start of the year. I hope you had a great summer. Um, a lot of shows coming at you this year. We're really looking forward to it and a lot of opportunities to see us live around the country. Yeah, we're going to actually be at uh, TCCA 
uh, in Texas. That'll be coming up here in a couple October. of months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then FETC in Orlando in January. And then, of course, we'll have stuff in between then. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, just uh, keep your eyes on our social media at EduTech Guys. As Jeff says, Google EduTech Guys. We're out there. Find us and uh, keep up with what's going on with the EduTech Guys anywhere, everywhere. We're everywhere, everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> Look under your bed at night. (laughs) Hey, listen, I'm Jeff Madlock. I'm David Henderson. We'll catch you next time. You've been listening to EduTech Guys Radio, radio radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on this site and this program are those of participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. This is Ross Romano from The Authority here on the Bee Podcast Network. It's the show where I interview people who know what they're talking about, and no matter your role, we have some recent episodes you won't want to miss. I spoke with Mark Miller, international best-selling author and VP of High Performance Leadership at Chick-fil-A, about his brand new book, Culture Rules. Kate Everly Walker, CEO of Presence and author of The Good Boss, joined the show, and we've had conversations with Baruti Caffele, Peter DeWitt, Julie Evans, and many more. Join us each week for ideas to address your current pain points, New perspectives from authors you admire and fresh takes from up-and-coming voices. Subscribe to The Authority Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.